Y'all ready to be history? It's started. Welcome. Hi. 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 Hello, everyone. To the Pro Audio Suite. Thanks to Rode Microphones. These guys are professional. They're motivated. Introducing Robert Marshall from Source Elements and Someone Audio Post, Chicago. Darren Robbo Robertson from Voodoo Radio Imaging, Sydney. Tech to the VO Stars. George the Tech Whitam from LA. And me, Andrew Peters. Voiceover talent and home studio guy. Welcome to another Pro Audio Suite. Don't forget our Patreon site, which is Patreon. Now, what is it? Patreon forward slash ProAudioSuite.com. Is that correct? It's, it, if, it's, if you're going directly there, it's Patreon.com slash ProAudioSuite. If you want to go there, the cheats way, you can go to Patreon.com and just Google, just search us at Patreon and we'll pop up. We're the only one there. Cool. Lovely. Now, you found a question this week, Robbo, mm. which uh, I've got in front of me, if you'd like me to uh, relay the question. Yeah, sure. Uh, something we've never talked about before, actually, so let's fire away. Uh, the question was, it was on social media somewhere, which I'm sure, you know, if anyone's interested, Robbo will tell you. Um, it says, to leave Phantom Power on or turn it off, what is the consensus? When I'm finished recording for the day slash evening, I turn off Phantom Power to leave the, uh, leave the microphone plugged into the interface. At the start of my next recording session, I turn on phantom power, which of course results in a blip pop from the microphone. Might this damage the mic? Should I just leave power on 27 to 7? <laughs> I don't know where he lives, but he's got 27 hours in a day. Mm. Um, or is this the normal process for most? Who wants to start? Leave it on. Yeah, I just leave it on. If you turn your interf- if you turn your computer off, likely your interface will turn off. That depends if your interface has a separate power button. But what I would do is definitely turn your speakers down if you're going to shut everything down. And for the most part, the phantom power can be left on almost all the time if you only have a single mic. Um, if you have ribbon mics around, it might be courteous or good to turn phantom power off between sort of plugging in the microphone or not. But once the microphone's plugged in, you can leave phantom power turned on. It's not going to hurt anything. Mm. Yeah. Yep. I never touch the phantom power at all. I just leave it as is. And, you know. Do you never, like, put your tongue on it and see if it's there? <laughs> like a 9-volt battery. I do battery. that with batteries, yeah, yeah just yeah. to make sure yeah. the batteries are, I, I yeah, got a charge. 9-volt batteries, yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah. I got my, yeah, I got my cool. eight-year-old daughter to do that the other day. I said, here, just taste this. <laughs> 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 and they let you have more children, Robert. Yeah, I that's can't right. Believe it. Exactly. <laughs> I am. Um, I, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sort of in the middle, I guess. I, I, or maybe a bit more like Robert. I, if I'm swapping mics out, I'll turn the the 48 off. Um, mm-hmm. Otherwise, I pretty much leave it on. So yeah, but interestingly, I mean, you could go back to that episode we did a couple of weeks ago about a green studio. I wonder whether you know if leaving it on, how much power you're going to chew up. Not much. It's very, very low current. Yeah. It's it's not high current, so it's not, you know, it's gonna multiply out too much power, but it's it's still something. I mean, if everyone in the world turned off their phantom power on Earth Day, how much would that move the needle? <laughs> well, three amps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the way it's going, every little bit's gonna help, I think. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. <laughs> well, more people but- waste power by just leaving everything in their stereo system, computer, office just physically plugged in yeah there's smart power strips you can get where when you shut off the key like let's say for example your television when you shut off the television 
that's a master socket. And then there's a circuit inside that detects that you've decreased. The TV has decreased its current draw, so it must be off. And then it triggers a relay, and then it shuts off the power to all the other sockets. So if you really do want to start saving energy, this is one of the best ways to do it. Because even when your stuff is, quote-unquote, off, it's still always on. Yep. And it's that single, standby, yeah. yeah. Yeah, every single wall wart you have in your house, you know, with say, the transformers cr- drawing power. And, correct me if I'm wrong. If you just leave a wall wart plugged in and you don't plug in anything to the end of it, it will actually draw yeah. power. It's still drawing some power, yeah. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of little ways. You know, we always say it's death by a thousand cuts. Well, yeah. you know, it's like you if you really are trying to be ultra green, you have to do that kind of stuff and I'm definitely not doing that. <laughs> I can tell <laughs> no. you. But I do have one massive power conditioner on my desk that when I turn it off, it turns off absolutely everything except my Mac Mini and my backup drive. Mm-hmm. Because I want that to keep running and backing itself up to the cloud and yeah. doing all its things it needs to do. But everything else um, shuts off. But I will say this. The M1 Mac, the Mac M1 uses 94 percent less power than the previous generation i saw that yeah. somewhere yeah that's incredible yeah, yeah you just like mentioned 10 it a couple, couple weeks ago yeah. something like there, that there mm. is something about you know like and i think it goes back a while where once you turn something on once it warms up it's better and i was even talking to it like a tube a, stuff a, well and and boards i was talking to someone about the board i have and what's best and you know the power supplies are behind a wall and what's best for the board and there is definitely still, at least with some techs, and I, I'm not sure that it's incorrect, but just the general thinking that the board will last longer if it's powered up or powered off its whole life, I guess. But powering it up and down, up and down a lot causes the electronics to expand and contract, and that can be the one of the biggest. Um, but I, I don't know. You know, like if that that definitely doesn't apply to computers, I don't think, in the same way, mainly because you know, computers will be obsolete quicker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, I heard that about tubes years ago. Is it like, is it best for a tube to leave it on as opposed to on and off all the time? Well, they get hot. Yeah. Well, they're supposed to be hot. They have to get to operating temperature, but they usually say it's best to keep it there. Um, yeah. If you're a commercial studio, well, you leave everything on all the time. But if you're a home studio, I think it makes a lot more sense to power it on in the morning and turn it off at the end of the day. You know, just I think that's sensible. Um, I would not turn it on every session. Let's say you have two sessions in the morning, one after lunch, and then, you know, another one at dinner. I would not turn it off four times throughout mm. the day. Mm. Not tube stuff. It's interesting to talk about tubes, though. I, I read an article about um, The Clash recording their first album. Uh, and because it was just like a quick signing and just throw them, go and get them to record somewhere, they threw them upstairs in a studio that was very rarely used because they didn't want to have any contact with them particularly. So the engineer that moved in there, he, he had this big Neve desk, but it was old and it had no phantom power. So all the mics they used were like 67s and 47s because they had to have their own power source. So it was actually recorded in a really, really old-fashioned way, like 1950s style, wow. the first Clash record. Yeah, right. interesting. Phantom power is a incredibly small amount of current. Your mic's using a very small amount of power. 
solid state mics are really stable, so they don't really, you know, I don't think they have to be warmed up more than 10 seconds till the phantom power ramps up all the way. And you can, it's not going to hurt one way or the other. So as usual, we go on tangents, but that's what we like to do. We could have just yes. said, don't bother and move on, but it's more fun to discuss all these other things. But what about T power? <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Someone might run into it. Like, you know, you get a 415 instead of a, uh, sorry, a 415 instead of a 416. 41.5. Yeah, there's a 41.5 and a 41.6 T power. You'll see it has a T next to the model so instead a of a P. Yep. Yeah, it's 12 volt. It uses a different powering scheme. I don't know the technicalities of it, but it was definitely developed for field production where back in the day you couldn't get 48 volts phantom power out of a 12 volt battery not easily. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I think it's it's not floating in the same way. Like you don't want to send T power to a mic whereas with phantom it's okay to send phantom power to a dynamic mic and some will definitely disagree with me, but it's actually okay to send phantom power to a ribbon mic. You can't use that quote alone. You ha- but that's assuming that you plug it in evenly. So it hits the positive <laughs> and negative at the same time. Totally Because then the nothing risk. will hit the ribbon. It's when you <laughs> plug the XLR in and you kind of hit one pin before the other, and now the, now the ribbon sees you know, plus 12 volts and not, not anything to counteract it on the other side. And that would be very bad. And then Ooh. not worth Boop. the risk. And then pop goes your rib. And yeah. well, one thing I love about the uh, Grace M101 is it has a ribbon mode. Mm-hmm. So when you turn on ribbon yeah. mode, it, deta- it totally shuts off Phantom. You can't mistakenly turn on Phantom either. Huh. So you can't bump the button. They yeah, should have like the missile button for Phantom. You know, like oh, they could flip a you lid flip open. Flip the cover, and then you're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you need a key. <laughs> Two keys. And a second person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Another engineer. The buttons are so far apart, not one person can't pro- possibly press them both. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. It was really funny talking about the Grace, though. I We had that uh, Shaw ribbon mic to test mm. oh, a few months back, and I used the ribbon button on the Grace, and it still couldn't give me enough. It was The game was still pretty low. Yeah, wow. it didn't have enough heat. It, it could, yeah, I think the so Grace that, can that, do about 65 dB or something like that. You need the yeah. Neve with, like, 90. Or <laughs> you need something, yeah. 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 yeah, they have tons of games. Tons. Yeah. Did we there answer the question? Oh, probably not, but it doesn't matter. Do we ever answer the question? We swirled around it and slowly went down a hole. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. Uh, leave it on. Yeah, leave it on. Well, that was fun. Is it over? The Pro Audio Suite recorded using Rode NTG5s and Source Connect, edited by Andrew Peters, and mixed by Voodoo Radio Imaging with tech support from George the Tech Wizard. Help us share the show with more people and get your hands on exclusive content by contributing to our Patreon page. See patreon.com forward slash Pro Audio Suite. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and join in the conversation on our Facebook group. To leave a comment, suggest a topic, or just say good day, drop us a note at our website, the Pro Audio Suite. Dot com.